0: Well, here we are again, back to where it all started. And if you're like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about, I'm in my closet. We are recording, when I say we, we I, I'm recording, as that's what I should say. You are listening to this podcast coming straight to you from Crystal's Closet. Oh my gosh, that was like a terrible attempt at being like a game show host, and it was awful. I should never do that again. Okay, noted. Let's start over. Today's episode, I am recording in my closet. And why do I say that? Like, why... Why do I even share that with you whenever I could probably just talk and record and pretend like nothing is different? I share this because I want to remind you, you can record in your closet too. (laughs) I actually went through four different places in my house. Uh, My husband is in the office today. He had an important conference call and I was like, I really got to record this. Where should I go? tried recording in the kitchen. It's very echoey. I went upstairs and Wally, our Boston Terrier, immediately followed me and his little collar just clinks and clanks and I could hear it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hear that the whole time. It's going to drive me nuts. But I have a door in my closet and I can shut everybody out and there's not a ton of echo and I'm comfortable and I have my little makeshift desk here. So it's all good. It's all good. Yes, there's still piles of laundry everywhere, but we're not going to talk about that. It's all mostly folded. I'm looking. I'm like, "Eh, I can't say it's all folded. It's mostly folded. Okay, so there I am. Here we are. Okay, that's the longest intro about being in a closet ever. But (laughs) I wanted to just tell you, if you still record in your closet, you're not alone. I'm here as well. Well, I'm not in I'm not in your closet. You're not in my closet. Anyway, let's just get to what we're talking about today. Longest intro, unnecessary intro ever. Today we are talking about show notes. And I have to preface this with saying we are on to something because I have been getting more and more questions. About show notes, what needs to be in them? How long does should you take to create them? How long do they need to be? What should should I have a VA do this? Are they really necessary? And all the questions keep flowing in from longtime listeners and longtime podcasters to brand new people to this show and to podcasting. So I love that this is a topic that can serve everybody, which that's not always the case, but everybody wants to know about show notes. So that's what we're talking about today. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? So like I said, we're talking about show notes today. It's what I get questions about all the time. So I want to start this episode by saying, if you have not listened to the episode I did all about podcast descriptions and show notes, listen to that episode. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. So crystalprofit.com episode 174 is where you're going to find anything that we talk about today. Okay. But that is something that you should probably listen to, maybe even before this episode. The reason why I say that is because there are certain descriptions and ways that I talk about show notes that aren't necessarily the same for all podcasters and all podcasting, but it's the rules that I live by. So, and that's how I explain what show notes are. But I'm going to give you a brief Cliff Notes version, and that is. There is a podcast description, which is what you put into your hosting provider, and that is what describes your entire podcast. That's a podcast description. Your episode description is what you upload for each individual episode. So you upload an audio file, and then the copy, any of the words that you put in there is your episode description. Now, the show notes are something totally different totally different. The show notes do not live in your hosting provider. So I use Buzzsprout. If you didn't know that, you do now. That's who I use for my hosting site. And inside Buzzsprout lives my episode and my episode description. My show notes have an embedded version of my podcast, plus all of the show notes for that episode. But that's on my website. Okay, so that's the biggest, I guess, uh, difference that you need to understand. But again, I'm gonna link to the episode where I go into full detail. I give examples. There's templates you can look at pictures, like all the things. Okay, I'm gonna link to that episode. Today we're gonna talk about some. How do I call them rules? Because I'm not a huge fan of rules. Okay, I mean I'm deaf. I'm a rule. What is it? A rule follower. I was gonna say the opposite of a rule breaker. <laughs> I'm not a big rule breaker. I'm a rule follower. Like almost to a fault where my husband makes fun of me whenever I say, Well, you can't do that. like that's that's not it's not it's it's against the rules. You can't do that. And I'm talking about even the silliest things. Like whenever I see, oh well, I I, I have to do this first, he's like, No, no, no. Like I'm the person, here's a great example. We just recently got a bike we knew that we wanted to get a spin bike. We didn't get a Peloton. We wanted to get something that was more affordable. And we didn't really care about having like the tablet and all that stuff. We're like, we can do a DIY version of that. So we got a Schwinn. And I always say that kind of funny. He makes fun of me. He's like, say it again, Schwinn. (laughs) Always makes you think of schwing. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so we got a bike And the first thing I do is I go for the instructions and maybe that's just a woman thing. Maybe you're like this too, but I just, I go for the instructions and he is the type of person where he's just like, I just want to look at it and, you know, just kind of figure it out. And I feel like that's mostly a guy thing, but maybe that's not fair to clump women and men in those two categories. But I'm the person that reaches for the instructions. I like a good recipe. Like I definitely get creative and I throw things, like put my own spin on stuff. But for the most part, I need a good recipe. I need to know what my instructions are. So I say all of that because I'm a fan of rules, except for when it comes to podcasting. I don't think that there are rules that are like, hard and true. And if you don't follow them, then your podcast is going to fail. Like, No, no, no. I I don't believe in that. But I do think that there are some guidelines whenever it comes to show notes that can be super helpful. And the reason why I say guidelines is because you could listen to this entire episode and say, "Ah, that's not for me. I don't want to do that. And maybe you do something... Totally ten times more creative than anything I'm going to offer to you today, but I'm just telling you what I have seen that has worked for my podcast, for me studying podcasts. Like if if you didn't know that already, like I did a whole case study on my favorite podcast, The Office Ladies. I'm going to link to that too. If you just if you want a fun episode, and if you're a fan of The Office, go listen to that one because it will just it really exposes my full-blown nerdiness whenever it comes to podcasting because this is what i do like y'all i live in this world of podcasting i'm constantly studying the trends the new tools the technology i'm i'm studying everything whenever it comes to podcast and i have come up with 6 guidelines that i want you to follow whenever it comes to your show notes because i had a question post to me that said, well, how long should my show notes be? And I thought, well, that's really, it's not like a, you know, 200 words. It's it's not as simple as that. It's really not. So I wanted to break it down into six guidelines that you can follow for your podcast. And like I said, these are guidelines. They're not rules. Your podcast is not going to crash and burn if you don't do these. But Having said, I'm a nerd whenever it comes to podcasting and I study this day in and day out, I know what I'm talking about whenever it comes to show notes, okay? So all of that to say we are going to move fast, I'm going to give you lots of stories, I'm going to give you lots of stuff, but you can always go check out the show notes. Hint, why show notes are important, okay? This is why. Because I can talk about all these things and we can tell stories and share things, but you can always go check out the show notes if you need to go back and reference something. Okay, that's just a little pro tip. That's that's just a little icing on the cake for you. It's not even a guideline, but it's a reason why I love show notes. So the show notes for this episode, crystalprofit.com slash episode 174. All right, now let's get into these guidelines. Like I said, there are six. I'm going to go through them individually and then we'll do a recap at the end for Anybody that just needs a refresher on what we're talking about, but I'm excited to dive into this because I think that if you use the power of show notes, you have the ability to really propel your podcast a lot further, faster by using tools to your advantage. And I'll get to those in a second. So number one, show notes are created and live on your podcast website. That's the first guideline. So, like I said earlier, we went through the podcast descriptions, the episode descriptions, and the show notes. Your show notes live on your website, not in your hosting service. So, if you' have been telling people, "Oh, go check out the show notes, you know, wherever you're listening to this episode, that is your episode description. that those are not your show notes. They're not. And I know maybe there's, a lot of uh, misconceptions out there in the world of podcasting. But I'm telling you, show notes are not what appear in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Like that is a episode description. That is what someone can like. The It gives them an idea of what that episode is about. But that should not be the only place that you are sharing your resources, inviting people to your Facebook page, or having people come and do business with you. That should not happen in Apple Podcast, or Spotify or Google Play. That should happen on your website. I want people going to your website for your podcast. And now I know there's going to be some of you that are like, I'm just starting. I don't have a website. I have a YouTube video that I'm going to link to that is about how you can create a website for your podcast very easily. There's a few options I give in there, but I want you to have a website for your podcast. I did a podcast episode about that too. I'm thinking, should I have a website for my podcast was an episode where I dove into the reasons why you should, but we're not gonna get in that today. So I do wanna say this first guideline, I know you're thinking it's gonna be more work. It's gonna be more time. But trust me, it is worth it in the end. If you have a website that has incredible show notes, and we're gonna talk about the formatting and all those things in a second, but you are gonna be more likely to be discovered organically. Do you hear the words organically? As in free, not paid, no advertising dollars spent. If you spend time on show notes that live on your website, Okay, so that's rule number one. Oh, not rule. I shouldn't say that. Ooh, take it back. Guideline number one. Number two is your show notes need to be as long as needed, but as short as possible. I know, I know you're saying, Crystal, that's not helpful, that's not I need a clear answer. I need to know exactly, especially you Enneagram ones. <laughs> I've been studying the Enneagram a lot more just to kind of understand people in my life a little bit better. My mom is a 5, my dad's a 7, I'm a 3. My husband said he was a 3, but I don't know if he took the quiz correctly. So I'm like, I don't I don't know that that fits, but anyways, for all of you ones out there, I know you want a hard answer. And new 5s too, because you want the details. I need to know exactly what it's supposed to be. But it needs to be as long as needed and as short as possible. So I've said this before. I use WordPress for my podcast website. And I use a tool for SEO called Yoast. So I was going to say O-S-T. Y-O-A-S-T. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. But I did a podcast episode about SEO and why Yoast is important, how to use it, and all the things. So check out the show notes. You're going to see this podcast episode. But with Yoast, it's a tool that I use in WordPress. It's a plugin. It'll say, okay, your post needs to be at minimum 300 words to have basically enough data for uh, the bots to crawl it. So I'm going to get techie for you, on you for just a second, but just bear with me for those of you that are like, oh my God, my head's about to explode. What is she talking talking about? Bots and Yoasting and Word Plugin. What what is she even talking about? Go to the show notes for this episode. It will all make sense. You will understand it better because I'm going to link to all of these resources that I'm talking about. But with Yoast, it will say... It needs to be longer if it's too short. So if I were to start writing a podcast show note and I go to like check the status in my Yoast plugin, it'll say this is too short or you don't have enough keywords or you need to format it a little bit better. It is the guiding tool that I use to have really good show notes. I don't just do it on my own, you guys. Come on, you're giving me way too much credit to think that I know all the things when it comes to SEO and formatting and blogging and all that. No, no, Psh, girl, I rely on my tools. I rely on tools to tell me where I can get better, what I need to do differently, or how I can create something that's going to be more user-friendly to my audience. So, so that is what I do. So the minimum is 300 words according to Yoast, and then there really isn't a maximum, you know, you could talk forever if you wanted to, but I don't go read 10,000 word blog posts or show notes, which if you don't know this already, they're basically one and the same, a blog post and show notes. The only difference is there's usually an audio clip at the very top of the show notes for a podcast. So a little behind the scenes tip there if you did not know that, but the bottom line is don't ramble. Don't ramble. Hit that 300 word mark, keep them as short as possible, but as long as they need to be for you to make your point for what you're talking about in your episode. And I'll go into another episode on on how I do this, like the actual behind the scenes process of how this works. I'll probably do a YouTube video on it because I want you to see that I don't just start from scratch. I don't sit down and start writing I do a combination of taking my notes. I do a lot of planning before I ever, like right now I'm looking at my journal, my notebook that I did tons of notes. There's a lot of bullet points. There's a lot of different things that I can go on. So I would use this as the template to create my show notes. And then I've been going back and grabbing excerpts from my transcripts and putting them into my show notes. So I have some, just stick with me, just stick with me the value is coming. And actually, that brings me to number three. The third guideline is it needs to be valuable. Your show notes, just throwing something up there, if it's not valuable, it's not going to get looked at. And if it's not going to get looked at, then it serves no value to you or to your audience. So I don't want you just transcribing a podcast and throwing it up on a web page, all unorganized and sloppy. And it just looks like you just transcribed something and threw it on a web page. No, no. I want you to create something that your listeners say, Ooh, I wanna go look at that. I wanna go check that out because that's actually helpful and that's valuable. Or I'm listening to this podcast, I'm running on the treadmill, or I'm walking the dog, or I'm watching my kids play and I can't go look at that right now, but I'm gonna go back and check that out. I've done that tons of times when I'm working out and I'll hear something on a podcast and I, I will like earmark it that I need to go back like, ooh, they have a checklist for that. Ooh, I want to go see those steps. Oh, what was that order? Ooh, I need to go watch this video that they mentioned in this podcast. I do this all the time because it's valuable to me as a listener. So I want your show notes to have value to your listeners. Okay. So that's number three. Number four is is you need to capture emails with every single episode's show notes. Now, if you want to know more about growing your email list with a podcast, I'm going to link to that in the show notes. See, do you see what I'm doing here? Y'all, I have so much value in this podcast episode alone. I've mentioned previous podcast episodes. I've mentioned YouTube videos. I've mentioned all kinds of things that you will find in the show notes for this episode. I'm making them valuable. I'm making this a go-to resource anytime you have questions about show notes. I want you to come back and be like, oh, what was that thing that Crystal was talking about? I don't even have to remember it because I can go to her show notes and check it out. Okay, so anyway, I got on a little tangent. We're back. We're on number four, capturing emails with every single episode. This is why I want you to send people to your website. Okay, okay. This is one of the main reasons I want people to go to your website and not just depend on whatever you put in your podcast hosting provider. I want people to go to your website so you can capture those emails. So even if I don't mention it in every single podcast episode, I have a few freebies. One of them is my five-day podcast bootcamp. Even if I don't mention that, in every single podcast episode as like a self-sponsored ad or, hey, make sure you go check this out. If someone goes to my webpage, you will see, if you want to see an example of this, go to the show notes for this episode, you will see I have an ad on my show notes page that says, hey, check out the free podcast bootcamp, and there's an opportunity for them to sign up for it on my website. You can't do that in your hosting provider, okay? So if you want to know more about creating a lead magnet for your podcast or growing an email list with a podcast, check out the show notes for this episode, okay? I want you collecting emails every single show notes that you do for your podcast, okay? I almost want to say that's a rule. It's not a rule. Again, I'm not going to tell you. It's I'm not going to break my rule and say it's not a rule or say it is a rule. Now I'm getting confused. It's a guideline, Okay? we're talking guidelines here, strongly encouraged guidelines. That sounds like the right phrase, so we'll just go with that. Okay, we got two more. Number five, do not, I repeat, do not start from scratch every time. You don't need to start all of your show notes from scratch. What are you doing? If that's what you're doing, stop it. I'm going to give you a life hack right now, and that is Wherever you're creating your show notes, there is a 99.99% possibility that you have the ability to duplicate or clone whatever it was you did last time, right? You should be able to copy and paste whatever you did for your last episode into your new episode. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. If you are doing that every time, you're wasting time. You are absolutely wasting time. And unfortunately, I learned this the hard way which is why I'm very adamant about you not wasting time because I feel like I wasted years of my life recreating show notes every week every week I would say oh man and then they wouldn't like look the same I'm like gesturing to myself like as as if you could see me but I'm thinking this week did not look the same as that week because I changed it up from time to time because I didn't have a template I didn't create a copy of it. I did something new every time, and then the headings were off, and then the font looked weird on this one, and then I didn't have a picture where it was supposed to be in that time. Like it just didn't look uniform. It did not look the same. So, this is my next point that comes to don't start from scratch every time because you want to create consistency. You want someone that looks at your episode. Five and then jumps over to episode 12 to say, Oh, yeah, okay, I'm still on the same website. This is the same thing. But if you change up the way that you do your show notes from episode to episode, they're going to say, Oh my, I'm so confused. I don't even know what is going on, what is happening. It's the same reason why I want you to use the same podcast artwork for every single episode. Now, you can put something out. This is like a little side tangent, real fast. Bear with me. You can put out different Social post. If you want to put up different graphics for social media, I'm all about it. But whenever it comes to putting up graphics for your episodes, like what you put into your podcast hosting site, do the same podcast artwork every single time. And if you're creating different ones every single time, you're not going to create consistency with your audience. You want your audience to be scrolling along, whether it's on social media or a podcast player, and say, oh, look, there's Crystal's podcast. I recognize the brand color. I recognize that picture of her in that kind of green shirt. She has a podcast in front of her, or a podcast. She has a microphone in front of her. I know that that's Crystal's podcast without even really glancing at it all the way. I can just barely tell out of the corner of my eye because I've seen it so many times. That is how I want other people to react to your podcast artwork, okay? I know, a little side tangent. That's another little guideline for podcasting in general, but I wanted to make sure that we talked about consistency because that is a big time reason for you to not start from scratch every time. If you keep cloning and you keep copying what you do week to week, that consistency builds up and people start to recognize your show for what it is. Okay, we're here. We're at number six, number six guideline. If your show notes are the one thing that is keeping you from being consistent with your podcast, then don't do them. (gasps) What? I heard your gasp. I heard your audible gasp. Did Crystal just say that? Can she repeat that? Yes, I can repeat that again. If your show notes, your blog post on your website, having a website for your podcast is the one thing... Keeping you from being consistent with your podcast, then don't do them. This is me giving you permission to not do show notes whatsoever. And you're like, Crystal, we just sat here for almost 30 minutes talking about the reasons why I need to do show notes and how I need to do this and the guidelines and the rules and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't care about show notes if you are not podcasting. Okay. Do you the bigger picture for me is to see you create a podcast that you love, that your audience looks to every single week, that gives people value, and I can't wait. I have a podcast coming up soon that's all about the ripple effect of podcasting. That I I promise I'm going to try not to cry through it because it's just like one of those emotionally triggering things for me. Is like the ripple effects that I've seen of podcasting, but none of that can happen. If you aren't podcasting in general, if you just aren't putting your show out, and I've heard it time and time again, people say, I just didn't put a show out for two or three weeks because the show notes really bogged me down and I just got nervous and I got scared and it's just overwhelming and it was too many things and it was all this and it was all that, then don't do them. Don't do them. Don't do your show notes if they're holding you back from doing your podcast. Do your podcast the show notes can come later. You can hire a virtual assistant to catch you up on all your show notes. You can ask someone on your team to be the dedicated person that handles all of your show notes. If that is the one thing holding you back, do not do them. Don't let that be your excuse for not being consistent with your podcast. I feel like the words consistency and value should be tattooed on me somewhere because I say them so often, but that's how important they are. Those are the values that I hold for my business and for you as a podcast coach. I want to see you get better and you can't get better at your podcast if you're worried about your show notes and is it formatted correctly and is it long enough and is it this and is it that? Don't do them. Don't do them if that is the one thing holding you back. Okay? But now for the rest of you, okay? Like I t- that was that was my note for the people that are struggling just to be consistent. That was for them. For the rest of you, do the bare minimum at least for now. If you're stressing out and you're just like, I just don't know, three hundred words. Remember that's what we talked about earlier with the WordPress plugin Yoast and all the things. It's about three hundred words. You can I've seen y'all write blog posts or blog posts, social media post, Instagram post, Facebook post. That are longer than that. I've gotten your emails that are longer than that. You can do this. You just, I don't know. I don't know if it's you don't know what to talk about, you don't know what to say, and maybe that's what we need to discuss further. Actually, I'm going to invite you if you haven't joined us in the Facebook group for this podcast, the Profit Podcast online community, post in there. I'm actually, whenever this episode airs, I'm going to put a call to action and say, What are you struggling with for your show notes? Because I want to be the resource that gives you answers that helps you be more consistent with your podcast and your show notes. Because I'm telling you, it will help your podcast grow exponentially without you having to pay for it, okay? That is my overall goal. I don't want you spending hundreds or thousands of dollars on marketing Whenever you could spend maybe 30 minutes to an hour every week creating show notes for your podcast. Do you see what I'm saying? I got your back. Like I'm here for you. I'm watching out for you. And I know the ways that you can succeed, but you got to trust me. You got to listen to me. And you got to hear me when I say show notes are very, very important. But at the end of the day, if they're holding you back, then don't worry about them. I know. It feels a little contradictory, but I hope that you know who I'm talking to. You're like the people that some of you are like, yeah, Crystal, I just want to know about show notes. Then that's great. I'm glad that you heard today's message. But there's somebody out there that needed to hear that today. They needed to hear that they're overwhelmed and they're drowning and they're about to quit their podcast because of their show notes. Then you don't need to do them. Okay. Let's run back through these guidelines real fast. Okay. So number one, Show notes are created and they live on your website. Number two, they need to be as long as needed, but also as short as possible to stick to the point. Number three, they need to be valuable to your audience. Number four, they need to capture emails in every single episode's show notes. Number five, do not start from scratch every single time. Don't do it. It's a waste of time and it'll make your life easier if you learn how to Create consistent copied post or duplicate post or cloned post, whatever you want to think of. And number six, if your show notes are the one thing that's keeping you from being consistent, don't do them. Don't do them. I want to hear what you think about show notes and where you're struggling with them. So like I said, reach out in our Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes, crystalprofit.com slash episode 174. Go join us in the Facebook group. And let's talk about show notes. Let's have a discussion. I wanna know where you are struggling. Is it the format? Is it the timing? Is it the production? Like, you don't know, should I do this first? Should I do that first? Should I, like, I I don't know which order to do this in to make my life easier. Reach out in the group and let's talk about it. Let's start the conversation about show notes and how you can do them consistently as well as your show. But that's all I have for you today, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm so happy that you are here with us. I would love it if you would subscribe to the show and leave us a review. You can leave us a rating between one and five stars. You can leave us a review and tell us what your favorite biggest takeaway was from this episode or your favorite episode of this podcast. Take a screenshot wherever you're listening to this and tag me on social media. I would love to see what your thoughts are on show notes and all things podcasting. But that's all I have for you. So remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere.